good to be back oh man it's february happy black history month you know you feel me uh and of course uh happy dylan month um so we'll be rocking with some dilla beats uh for this for this episode right here you feel me oh man so jump right in man i was watching uh the nba all-star weekend uh i haven't watched the all-star game it's it just ended um i'm gonna go back and watch it more in depth but um dame looks like he got the uh mvp um Looks like Steph Curry has 16. Uh, let's see. Don't say how much Dame had. How much Dame had? Yeah, 22 at the half. Shoot, yeah, almost 40 at 39 points. I don't. This captions. Uh, this can't be right. It says he had 39 points in 38 seconds. That can't be right. Well, like he, maybe he must be saying like the amount of time that he had the ball. He's just cash money. This dude's pulling up a logo, just wherever he wants to. He, he looks like he had one that was almost from the other side of the court, man. What is going on? Dame time. Nasty. Yeah, man. He he went nuts. So I'm watching the highlights right now. Uh, powered by Microsoft. That's a quick plug. I ain't getting no check. I just don't want to get them after me. <laughs> Let's see if we can hear. Oh, I got this check. Here we go. I got y'all. Just ride with me for a sec. 
vibe with me for a sec. Just for a sec. Let me ride. All right, real quick. Just got to connect my phone back. Bluetooth connected. Boom. See, wasn't she so nice about it? Just so nice. All right, check. Come in with the one, two, check, huh? Uh, let's see here. No, I want this highlight. What was I just watching? Let's see. Car <laughs> Anthony Towns at 50. Uh, that shouldn't surprise anybody. Tyrese had 32. Jalen Brown had 36. He had to make up for that. <laughs> that dunk that they was messing with him on, on social media. All right, here we go. 30, 39. I want to see that 30, 39 and 31 seconds. Where, where did that clip go again? I must not call it that. All right, we'll try this one, guys. Oh, they got ahead. Um. Only a jump. A little bit later in the broadcast as well. We're just getting started here. Five and a half minutes into this first quarter, Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh, nice dunk. First season, Candace. You highlighted this in the open. And doing it, yeah, you're pulling up on Loza. Damian Lillard with a 35 footer, and then Dame Lillard. Literally, not, and I love how we just kind of gloss over the fact that he just shot a logo three. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's everybody does it nowadays. An actual turnover to steal Halliburton looking for help. Lillard lines it up, and Lillard. <laughs> Reigns it in, literally it, on the old And logo. you literally call that a layup. Now, he may be getting old, but it doesn't get old watching him. Amazing run. Here's Lillard again. Another My goodness. Sabrina got 26, which would advance her into finals. Yeah, man. So, as you can tell, Dame Dollar went, went, went bananas. So, um, yeah, man. Got finals MVP. So um I'll I'll watch it and if there's anything crazy, I'll come back next time and and, and just mention it quick. Uh man, but I watched the dunk contest and, and let me say, since we were talking about Jalen Brown, I will say, man, um I appreciate him for real. I appreciate him for, for, for trying to do, you know, trying to do something, trying to start something, right? Because, you know, as everyone likes to say, back in the day, when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days, you know what I mean? I sit and reminisce about the old days of the NBA when 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 Dominique and, and, and Michael Jordan and everybody, anybody that was a star... Was not afraid. Dr. J was not afraid of the dunk contest. Um, you know what I mean? So, 
I mean, to be fair, at the same time, probably not doing that is why LeBron's been able to do play the way that he's played for so long. You know what I mean? That could be why, uh, or not not the only reason why, but, you know, a contributor, uh, contributing reason could be. But, you know what I mean? I, I feel like at some point, it's going to hurt them. Like, people are going to say, why are you even having this? Because we don't want to see it anymore. And the moment that the NBA gets rid of the dunk contest, although the three-point contest is is has been ill it's not the dunk contest the moment they get rid of the dunk contest and somebody else takes it on cause it's not gonna stop people gonna, they're gonna keep dunking that's just what it is and people still gonna be in awe of it because most people can't do it just the way it is you know what I mean so you gotta figure out well how can we do that without you know injuring something or whatever the case um you know and 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 go for it so i i definitely appreciate i say all that (laughs) to say i I definitely appreciate jalen brown um but i don't think that this was his best showing because my man could dunk my man could jam but I thought once he got to the finals, you know, it just wasn't, it was a little rocky. You know what I mean? Um, and I thought Mac McClung, for the most part, like, he shut it down. He did what he was supposed to do, you know what I mean? He came through and lit everybody up and then went straight back to the to the G League. And, then, and I don't mean to laugh like there's something wrong with G League because, you know, obviously they, they can hoop too. Um you know, they just haven't had the opportunity to be called up yet. So, um, it's funny. Uh, I actually had to kind of stop recording and came back. So, you know, I know we were just talking earlier and I hadn't watched the dunk contest. I'm sorry, the all-star game, but now I have, <laughs> um, uh, Man, everybody's going so hard on the dunk or on the uh, NBA All Star Weekend, and I feel like it's people that don't really like watch because it's. I feel like it has kind of been consistent, at least the All Star Weekend, um, as a whole. Uh, I feel like for the game itself, that has kind of gone up and down. Um, some dunk, some years, some dunk contests are better than others. Um, and I saw something. I saw uh, something. Um, I think it was uh, Michelle Beadle and Peter Rosenberg were talking, uh, and they were, you know, kind of like asking, "Hey, is this going to Jalen Brown being in the dunk contest? Is that going to push this whole weekend forward?" Um, I think yes, to some degree. Um, I definitely think that we're we're not going to... I mean, LeBron's a few years from retiring. We're, I don't think... He's never going to do the dunk contest. It's, I don't... You know, that's over and done with. And I think the people that are within five years of LeBron, 
the Ke- Kevin Durant, the you know Russell Westbrooks, uh, James Hardens, and uh, people of that generation, they're not doing the dunk contest anymore either. So I feel like Jalen Brown's generation, like we we you know we should see maybe Donovan Mitchell do a dunk contest. Should see Zion Williamson do a dunk contest. You know, so I think that I think we will start to see that with Jalen Brown kind of leading the way. I mean, you know what? Hold on, because we're being critical. But I want to take a second and do some real clapping and cheering for Jalen Brown. Because Jalen Brown was also the first NBA player to play in the big three. He played in the Big Three All-Star Game, uh, which was huge because he's the active player. So he's the first active player to play in the Big Three. So he he understands he, the importance of of what's going on, and that's why all he also did the dunk contest to try to push things forward. That's what he and, and I I love that about Jalen Brown. He low key he might be one of my favorite players in the NBA. Just because of that. And also because the dude is mad crazy smart. Like he got, if I'm not mistaken, he got a scholarship to MIT or something like that. But he like really likes basketball. So he, you know, went to school to to uh, play basketball. There's some, he, I forget. I have to, I'm going to double check and I'll get back with you guys. Um, but Jalen Brown's done. He did, man, I, I it's escaping me right now and, I, and I'm kind of upset because I want to give you guys the proper information um, but if I'm not mistaken uh, he's def- I, I know 100% for sure the dude is crazy smart like he's got uh, crazy intellect um, and like uh, I'm pr- man I wish I wish I knew for sure I'm sorry y'all <laughs> uh, but man like he if I'm not mistaken you guys can kind of Google and, and, and double check me and, and let me know how bad I messed up. But he had an opportunity to do something beyond basketball. Um, it was like some type of engineering or even like NASA or some, something like ridiculously crazy that most average people would leap at. But he's also incredibly talented physically and on the basketball court too so he's like hey why don't I go play in the NBA then when I'm done doing the NBA all that'll be waiting for me because I'm I'm that smart um and my window to play basketball is obviously a lot smaller than my window to do everything else I want to do in life um so you know Jalen Brown's the man I think he's trying to push things forward uh, with the dunk contest overall man I, I i liked that they kind of went back to east west um i mean i was cool with like the pickup game style of it but if you're gonna pretend like it's backyard basketball and we're just hey I, you got next uh, or we're you know we're we get let's pick two captains and you just pick uh if we're doing that kind of thing then they should do that they should be picking them on the court and it should feel like like it should be outdoor, you know. What I mean, go to a warm place, have it outdoor, and and do it the right way. Uh, if you're gonna do it that way, 
but they kind of abandoned that and they're like well let's just go back to the east west thing um and that was cool but there's something missing about the aggression or yeah the aggression the aggressiveness the competitiveness all of that is missing and i will agree i i i i can i can say that but i mean i feel like that's kind of always how the all-star games have been and then like the, the third the end of the third quarter fourth quarter then they really ball um i don't know that we'll ever truly get the game that we we want there's just not enough incentive for them to go all out for uh you know for four 12 minutes four 12 minute quarters like that just doesn't make sense when your your true goal is to try to win nba championships so yes you want to put on a show for the fans but you also your goal for the season is trying to win an nba championship so you know you're not really worried about this one game where you know all-star game it's a cool it's a very good look it's honorable it's awesome you know it's a lot of people's dream to play in the all-star game i know for me i've always had a dream of playing in the uh, celebrity all-star game maybe that'll happen for me one day um but yeah man it's you're trying to win an nba championship so why would i go out there and potentially injure myself trying to jump over a car or jump over somebody in the dunk contest or throwing it off the backboard and trying to dunk during the all-star game which uh lebron tried threw it too low <laughs> i was like oh man lebron yeah I, I mean he was up there he, he would have dunked it with ease he just threw it too low so it was it was just kind of funny because i'm like oh man lebron didn't he never missed that before well uh, it was funny luca missed a dunk too and they was all laughing donovan mitchell everybody was laughing at him and, uh, on the bench that was kind of kind of funny uh because he did one like right before that like straight off vert so then he was trying to get fancy and he tried to throw it off the backboard and catch it and he missed the duck yeah, it was hilarious um yeah man i think my 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 idea i would do for the nba all-star game or all-star weekend is I really think that they should have a king of the hill. That's what's missing. You get like six guys, six six to ten guys, and you you give them some real money. You know, I'm talking like between two hundred fifty thousand and five hundred thousand, something crazy. I don't know. Give them a hundred thousand, ninety thousand. I don't know. Something something that's actually gonna you know get these players to like okay. But don't have them donate it. That's the issue. Like, why? Yes, they're rich people, but let's be realistic. We want to. We know they're rich. We're here to be entertained, right? That's that's the realistic thing about all of this. Part of the issue and why they donate and do all this stuff is because they don't want to like what the players can't earn, can't pocket the money because that would look bad, right? Pump that. Had the game, they're still going to donate like they do because I, I, that is a good thing. That's an awesome thing that they donate this money and uh, generate revenue for these uh, nonprofit organizations that are helping communities and and helping um, helping people. You know, they don't they look forward to these events because that's when they get their real big bag to be able to generate the funds to do the things that they need to do for the year. It's these big, huge events. Most of the donations that they receive throughout the year from regular folk like us is awesome it helps too but it's not enough to necessarily 
for them to to plan a budget off of. But these like all star events, they're planning their budget off of these because they they know they're gonna get invited every year or whatever, and they get receive certain type of money, and then they can do what they need to do. And that's good. That's awesome. I don't want to take that away. I want that to still be the main game on Sunday. But maybe, just maybe, Saturday. Do it during the day. Pre-record it. Something. I don't know. But I think that they need to have this. They need to give the players some real money so that people will play. And they'll play for real. But you get them playing for some real money, and I guarantee they'll, they'll, go, they'll go hard. Plus, it's, it's ego. You get people playing, trying to say, that, yeah, I'm the best one-on-one player in the NBA. Everybody know it. I'm king of the hill this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's big. I don't know if a lot of people's egos can handle it. That's probably why they've never done it. But I guarantee that's going to draw the eyes. I guarantee it's going to separate you. But, I mean, everyone's coming hard on... This is my other thing. It's like everyone's coming hard on the NBA All-Star Weekend. But at the same time, tell me what other All-Star Weekend that people pay attention to. Besides the Home Run Derby is the closest second. And even then, it ain't drawing the same type of eyes that the dunk contest is. So you tell me. Pro Bowl. Ain't nobody watching the Pro Bowl. I'm going to let that breathe. Ain't nobody watching the Pro Bowl. So tell me, what are you watching when it comes to All-Star Games? What are you looking forward to more than the NBA All-Star Weekend? When it comes to the four major sports, tell me which one. Exactly. I don't think people even know that there's a the hockey has All Star Weekend too. They have skills competition too, and theirs is actually pretty dope. And just people don't watch hockey like that. I mean, I'm up here. I'm in Michigan, so you know, folk folk watch hockey like that up here. If you bout it, if you were a hockey fan. But let's be realistic, man. It's not anybody watching that stuff over the NBA All Star Weekend. It is by far the best All Star events from the four major sports. So they're already winning. So really, we're talking about just maintaining the excellence, right? So if they're not able to to kind of do that. I think they're trying, right? I mean, they keep switching things up, doing things differently. So, you know, I imagine we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to where we want to be in the next couple of years. It's just people need to have an open mind. We need people, more people like Jalen Brown willing to step out of their boundaries and being able to initiate uh, change, right? That's how change happens. One person. Now one person turns into two, two turns into four, you know, exactly, right? Multiplication. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. So, if you notice, i kind of been avoiding, like I said, this is the first one back since the new year. Um, and I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get to y'all, man. I miss y'all. I've been trying to get to y'all. I'm sorry, I'm not more as consistent as I want to be. I feel like I apologize to you guys every week. Um, but let me play this um, 
because I didn't I didn't say anything about my lions, and uh, it's because I'm I'm still a little bit hurt. I tried to act like I wasn't. I tried to play it off. Oh, you know, I mean, the lions don't normally we we aren't normally here, so oh, it was just a blessing to be here and bump all that. <laughs> Nah, on a serious note, man, come on. That's 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 really the Detroit Lions, man. Incredible season. Incredible, incredible season. Ah, I just, I guess we should have kicked the field goal. I don't know. I was mad. My dad texted. My dad's a Cowboys fan. Like I, I've told you guys before. Uh, my dad texted me and was like, man, you guys, you guys could have been going to the Super Bowl. And now you back sitting with us. And I'm like, man, why are you going to text me this? You know, you'd be mad. You'd be super mad. But look, I'm going to tell you, my dad's the type, like, my dad's the type. If uh, the Cowboys are playing or he's he's a big LeBron James fan. So, you know, uh, I preface because right now it's the Lakers, but it used to be oh when the when the Cavs are playing or when the Heat are playing. <laughs> so Lakers are playing, right? Or the Cowboys, and we're out doing something or whatever. He's gonna have it recorded, even this day, even in 2020, 2024. He's still DVR. He's gonna DVR the game if he's not home, and he's gonna turn off all notifications. And you better not say nothing. You better not talk. He better not talk about any kind of sport until he can watch it. And if his team doesn't do well, he's not, he's not going to be mad or mean or anything, but just, you know, don't be talking about the game. <laughs> so I was kind of mad, man. He's going to hit me up, like, within 30 minutes of the game ending. I'm like, yo, man, how you, why you doing me like that, man? You know I'm still hurting, but I was kind of in denial. I was like, "Nah, man, like that's that's how that that type of thinking, man. That's how we got. That's how we got there. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want him to do nothing different, man. No, that's how we got there. I was still on that. I was just I was in denial. We should have kicked the field goal, and we would we probably would have won a Super Bowl to be in all honesty, because both of those teams were playing trash until like the fourth quarter. <laughs> Kansas City and the 49ers was looking like booty for the first half. Um, so man, it's just, it was sad because I'm like the Lions could be eaten, eaten. And if we would do it, and if we would have got any kind of lead in the Super Bowl, <sighs> place would have been so electric. And in Vegas, Detroit. Now we go to Vegas. That D- DTW to Vegas, that's a quick flight. We we would have been deep too, and I heard we was deep in 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 San Jose, or wherever they play, right outside of San Fran. We was deep there too. So man, it's just it's sad. I like Dan Campbell, so I was riding with him, but uh, I still I mean I don't I'm not mad at him. I just wish that maybe he wouldn't have been so like stubborn. And then, like, been able to be like, hey, okay, yeah, this is how we got here. Thinking like this. I, I, what I was trying to tell, like, my dad and stuff, too, is like, obviously, there's got to be a number in his head. Like, hey, if we're at fourth and 
three or less, three yards or less, we're going to go for it. Or if it's uh, fourth and, uh, but if it's fourth and five, we'll kick it. Fourth and five and higher, we'll kick it. Like, I feel like that was kind of his, something like that, because they had an instance earlier uh, where it was like, it was above whatever that number is. It was fourth. It was still kind of short. It, was, it, it couldn't be any more than five. And he was like, mm, all right, we'll kick it. But then it was fourth and like four, fourth and three. And we tried to go for it. And honestly, it was there. We just couldn't catch the pass, man. And it just, we dropped a lot of passes too. That's why I didn't, there was a lot of, um, we, we made a decent amount of mistakes considering how important the game was. So, you know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't beat up Dan Campbell for it. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it was all his fault. So, uh, you can only do what you can do. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm going to play something though for you guys. Uh, hold on. Let's just, uh, um, Somebody, so I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know who this guy is. John uh, Frisella, 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 Legend Sports. He tweeted, and then Woodward Sports, which is a local Detroit uh, network. Um, they reached, you know, posted it, posted the tweet. But here's what the tweet says: It says if Dan Campbell was a smarter head coach, the Detroit Lions would be Super Bowl champions right now. They played the best in the playoffs. 49ers and Chiefs both stunk in the Super Bowl. Ravens were the best team in the regular season. Lions were the best in the playoffs. And I got to be honest, I kind of agree. And I don't know if I would say smarter coach. I would say less stubborn because I think he's a very intelligent coach. And that's what got him to the position that they were in. That's what got him to a winning record. That's what got him to NFC uh playing in the NFC championship you know after three after uh in in three years of being a head coach so I don't think it has anything to do with being smarter I think it has to do with being less stubborn because obviously there was some number that he was like if it's this every single time we're gonna go for it I don't care what's going on if it's this every single time we're gonna go for it and that's what they they stuck with the entire year and it worked for him so, you know, you figure, hey, well, this has been working for us. Why go away from it? But at the same time, you got to also read the room, right? You got to understand the gravity and the nature of what you're doing. You're playing in the NFC championship. If I don't go for this and I just kick a field goal, I'm still up. I'm still up 17. I'm, I'm up 17 right now. Kick, or I, actually, I think when we kicked the field goal, we weren't up 17 anymore. But, uh, you know, if we kick the field goal, we're, we're up. We're still up, man. Sitting pretty. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll end, we'll end that Lions conversation with this little excerpt uh, from Dan Campbell. Because, um, like I said, I, I like Dan Campbell a lot. So, um this is why I like them and stuff like this. Hold on. I got it. Here's what I need, man. I need you to trust me. I, I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. And if I absolutely knew 
we could get to where we need to get without ever putting pads on, I'd do it, I swear to you. But also for us as a team to get better. Defensively, what is the essence of what we do, man? What are the two things? Pursuit and tackle, pursuit and tackle. Man, if you don't work on tackling, if we don't work on run after catch, making a move, man, we, what are we doing, man? Then we finally get to week eight and we come to where we going live. I got it. Here's reps. That's what I'm doing, and I swear, man. I don't want to put anybody in jeopardy, but I, we have to do it, man. I believe it. We're not going to do it every day. I'm going to give you an illustration tonight. Man, I got a plan, I swear to you. All I think about is you guys. That's all I think about, man. That's all I think about is you guys and how I set you up for the best possible, the best possible advantage I can give you to have a season. I swear to you, man. I just need you to trust me. That's all. Reps, that's what I'm doing, and I swear, man. I don't want to put man, anybody. Man. If you don't want to play for a coach like that, then you don't you don't need to be playing football. Because uh, man, that 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 right there, you can tell how passionate he is about about the game of football. So, you know, what I mean, I I, I I mess with him heavy. That's my guy. Yeah, I mean, that's my guy right there. That's my dude. That's my man, my homie. I don't like saying that's my man. I'm, I mean, I guess that's my man. It just sounds weird to me. So I try to say homie, my dog, my G. <laughs> Broski. Broskalowski. I don't know. I was saying Broski, and then uh, what's one of his? Uh, shoot. I was about to say Dave East. Not Dave East. Um, Jordan Lucas. Jordan Lucas came out with that song, Broski, and I felt like I can't use that no more. <laughs> he tried to play me, man. Try to play me, man. What's going on, my G? What's going on? It's not a bad dunk. Look at his head. Look at his head. Oh, it's a good dunk. Look at his head. But you know what? You're excited about the dunk afterwards. Yeah. That gets the arena. You can't make like you've done this a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Just keep running away? I'm not running. Yo, 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 yo. So we back. Man, so, yo, I, uh, I tried to, uh, to check Echo on Disney Plus. Um, but man, I, you know, I watched like the first episode and a half. I was trying to watch it late too, so I was I, I was falling asleep like the first two days. I tried to do it. I was it was real late, and I was trying to watch it. Um, cause it's TVMA, so I can't like I got young kids, so I gotta wait till they're asleep, cause you know I don't want I don't know what what they got <laughs> going on in this show. So, um, you know I mean I just want to make sure everybody sleep, and it was just late, and it was yeah I had some stuff to do. So each time I tried to watch it. It was late, so I'm prefacing that by saying, I'm prefacing that 
because I don't want to be too hard on this show. But at the same time, I I saw a Hawkeye show. And towards the end of it, they actually started telling Echo's story a little bit. So, like, I, f- I guess I was kind of upset that they, like, retold some of that origin story during the Echo. Because the only people that's really watching Echo is the people, same people that watch Hawkeye, I feel like. Like, those people that are watching Echo, for the most part, are your diehard Marvel fans the the you know uh here today gone tomorrow marvel fans are not gonna sit down and watch echo there's just who is she they know nothing about it um and i guess you know that's their point they're trying to give some backstory and i like that they uh i guess i should hold on spoiler 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 where's my killing me all right so yeah if you're echo fan or haven't watched it yet spoiler alert we're about to talk about it for a quick set so uh in the show they start like doing the the backstory of her right they start talking about her dad and how her dad used to work for kingpin and then um you know Kingpin found out that Pops was maybe keeping a little bit of dough or Pops, you know, wasn't doing everything that Kingpin asked. So Kingpin had him murked, right? Had him hit. Um, And she kind of shows up like right after he got hit when she thinks that um, Hawkeye did it, which I think he actually did. I think he got he might have got hired to do it or something. You know, I mean, he was trying to find the Kingpin at the time. So he went and and knocked off uh her dad um because he was uh uh shoot what are they what were they calling him uh man the ninja dude shoot i'm tripping hawkeye uh it's like a samurai saying it's gonna bother me now Hawkeye Sword uh, What is his character called? Well, not the swordsman it's not hard to 
Oh, Ronan, duh. I, I had to type in Hawkeye Samurai. Uh, so when he was Ronan, he was out marking everybody, right? So he marked Echo's dad. Um, but I mean, I think he went to go do it, but Kingpin, I forget now. Now that I'm tripping, now that like because I didn't, I watched it and I was like kind of mad that I was rewatching. I felt, it was like almost scene for scene. That's why I was like, yo, what? like they're really just taking the scenes from. Uh, from Hawkeye and trying to reuse them, so I was a little turned off. So I haven't sat down and rewatched it. So I'm sorry, guys. I'll come back to it. I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna try to. I got a real busy week, but I'm gonna try to get to it next week, first uh, beginning of March or something. Um, because I do want to. I, I want to watch Echo, like legit watch Echo, um, before. Uh, Daredevil eventually comes out so um, so yeah so I don't, I don't have much to say about Echo because I was a little turned off by it what I will say though uh, is yo I was watching so <laughs> yeah I might get a trip out of this too um, so I guess they're making a uh, a special when I say they, Apple TV is making a special for the Peanuts. Charlie Brown and them, and them folk. Charlie Brown and them boys. <laughs> uh, the Peanut Gallery. Well, you know, they got the black character, Franklin, uh, who doesn't get much shine. And I heard Franklin talk like this. <laughs> I can't even do a kind of, I apologize. I was about to try to do like a West Coast, uh, California, Compton, uh, South Central. Uh, uh, accent, but I ain't gonna do it justice. So I ain't about to attempt it. Attempt it. Uh, but basically, just when I said Franklin, I started thinking of Snowfall. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna do the Franklin voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so, yo, so they got uh, they got this cat Franklin. They got a trailer for it. Basically, basically they they ain't let this dude talk for 50 60 years because he's the only black character so they didn't let him talk he had no talking scenes for 60 years and now they're gonna like try to reintroduce him and they're saying like the caption says franklin the first black peanuts character gets his seat at the table <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't help but laugh i couldn't help yeah 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 i laughed too it's just silly um, and, uh, yeah, they calling it Franklin Comes Home. <laughs> I think if Franklin, Franklin really went home, he'd, he'd go back to the boondocks where he actually had some lines. <laughs> Tell Riley to go back to the boondocks. Do you, what you doing trying to be on the peanuts, man? You know you wasn't going to get no lines. It's Charlie Brown show, man. Ain't messing with no Franklin. Come on, man. I'm going to play out the trailer, though, because it's hilarious. I was laughing just listening to it. Hi, I'm Franklin. I've lived in a lot of different places. My family's always on the move. This was it. Our new town. Do you want to <laughs> Excuse me. Making new friends can be hard. I'm Franklin Armstrong. My name is Charlie Brown. The big 
Soapbox Derby Race is coming to town. The winning team gets a trophy and free pizza for a whole year. What do you think, Charlie Brown? Partners? Partners. Hey, Franklin, oh, Charlie what kind of music black do you like? The godfather of soul, James Brown. You're not related, are you? I don't believe so. Nah, yeah. <laughs> My grandpa always says you gotta want it to get it. Let's see what we can really do. Friendships are not perfect, but we can get through the rough spots together. Hi, I'm Franklin. I've lived in a lot of oh, That's all they're going to give us, I guess. So yeah, man. Franklin. Franklin's back at it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Charlie Brown if he's a lady, James Brown. Like I I'm tripping off this stuff, man. Uh yeah, man. Franklin out here. Uh, but that's not the only trailer. That's just the honestly, I'm kinda lo I'm lowballing a little bit, right? I'm I'm messing I'm setting y'all up because there's actually was a good good trailer. Uh that came out. Uh I don't know when it came out, but it's out nonetheless um here we go uh, let me pause this watch the series finale of x-men next saturday morning check your local listings i'm grateful to have the chance to say goodbye i am proud of you all my x-men fate lies in our hands now 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 Oh yeah. We have to stay vigilant. The professor entrusted us with his dream. No matter how dark it is, we must believe in each other. Get this done by working together as a team. Jeez, Thub. Keep buzzing in my ear. Heads up. Oh, man. Y'all gotta watch this trailer. To me, my X-Men. Magneto, the last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Everything he built now belongs to me. Yeah, man. That's wild. So that's, of course, the X-Men trailer. Uh, Marvel's X-Men animated version. Of course, um, those of y'all like me like i rocked with that so heavy when i was a kid like that was that cartoon the spider-man animated cartoon of the mid 90s and then the batman cartoon along with the superman cartoon the four of those shows 
my goodness, you don't understand how incredible, how fantastic. Like I've I've already introduced those to my kids. Like that's like that's how good they are. I got my kids watching them now. And it's one of the few things that I can get them to watch from the nineties because of course like most of the animated stuff from the nineties, the pic the color and the picturing is just like too outdated for them. They on that new like high high class CGI stuff. They don't want none of that garbage that we that we had to watch in the in the nineties. Um, so yeah, man, that was that was the re- reboot. It's called uh, Marvel's X Men ninety seven. Uh, so basically, like it's it's take it's it's continuing where the last one left off. Professor X had an illness. You know, he's passing away. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, it, it, it looks great. Wolverine was out here running with Ga- uh, Gambit, and Gambit charged Wolverine's uh, blades up. I guess it's it's gonna be so fire, so fire. Um, yeah, man. There, there's a few, so we got a, we got a couple couple uh, um couple trailers to play just real quick. Before we before we uh, move on to everything else, we got official teaser that dropped on uh, Super Bowl. This one of the Super Bowl movies. It's been a challenging few years for sure, but I'm happy. That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. Make a wish, buddy. Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. Yeah, it's getting real serious. Mr. Wilson, you appear to have soiled yourself while unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Who are you? Why am I here? Walk with me. Wait. You are special. This is your chance to be a hero among heroes. I smell what you're stepping in, Sensei. Your little cinematic universe is about to change forever. I'm the Messiah. I am Marvel Jesus wow. I swear Ryan Reynolds be having too much fun Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, man, that's gonna be dope. July 26th. So that was Deadpool uh, 3, 
Deadpool and Wolverine. That's gonna be fire. Um, you got the TVA, right? Wolverine. I mean, that's man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be epic. Twenty twenty four Marvel. Finally getting everything back together. Um, you know, Spider Man, X Men. Everything's finally uh, back home in Marvel. And I'm excited. This is going to be great. It's fantastic, man. It's going to be incredible. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. It's a diaper dandy, baby. I'm like a kid in a candy store. No, I didn't quite pull it off, did I? All right, well, we still excited, though. So let me get this straight. You're in your office writing some nits. Three professional hitmen barge in. You're about to be shot when a mysterious black ninja shows up. After that, the hitmen are naturally confused. And they shoot each other. Really? I swear it. Bring your home that bread and bacon. I got high cholesterol, my... I get it. What about you? I promise mama new beds and a house too. And man, I'm addicted to that good pasta and that cooked lobster. Paper chasing, I'ma probably need a foot doctor. LL, I'm in love with the labor boy. I'm a dog, I wake up and chase the paper boy. Yeah. Then we back. Yo, so I haven't really been rocking with a whole lot of uh, new music. Um, I just been really listening to a bunch of Dilla beats, uh, <laughs> for Dilla month. Uh, I've been really, I have this playlist on my phone. I have two, I mean, I have, I have a ton, but so I have this particular playlist is, um, all Dilla beats. So it's just no vocals, just instrumentals. Um, and actually uh, I think I, I think I said this at the beginning. I, I don't remember now. Like I said, I, I had to stop and re-record. So pardon me if I said this at the beginning of the episode. But all the music that you're hearing in the background is actually a mix that I did. So um, I actually mix, you know, you know, mixed, blended all these beats uh, together um, and kind of mixed them. So I'll throw that up separate. I don't know. I haven't figured out if I'm gonna throw that up on the Patreon, if I just throw it up on YouTube for y'all, whatever the case may be. Um, but y'all, either way, this will get to you. Um, I'm trying to work on a like Dilla mix. Um, and I'll tell y'all more about that once it's actually done. I'm trying to get it done before the end of the month for Dylan month but i don't know that i'll be able to do that it might just have to be fresh in march i mean you know whatever we celebrate we can celebrate Dylan all, all year round it don't have to be just february just obviously february we dedicate this month to him uh being that it's his birthday month and also the same month that he passed away and this is a big one because he would have been 50 this year so um you know it's a big one uh, so I've been listening to a lot of Dilla beats. It's also February, so it's Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. 
so i've been listening to my black history month playlist uh i'm actually doing this thing uh if you follow if you follow me on instagram um thank you if you don't um please just just i mean because i try to put out stuff to like keep you guys entertained keep you guys rocking with me um while i'm not putting out uh episodes so if you follow me on instagram in between episodes you're gonna get a lot of gems i'm gonna post a bunch of like hip-hop videos music videos sports stuff all that kind of stuff so um that's how you can you know we can kind of develop that relationship with each other um you know in between time just come rock with me on ig uh but i've been doing a series that i started i think either right before covid hit like that february before covid hit or uh the first february into covid so like 2021 um i uh i started this series called 28 sounds of blackness basically just kind of showcasing um music of black culture um whether it be from any genre gospel hip-hop r&b soul jazz funk country whatever the case uh so i've been doing that for a few years now every february 28 days i post every single day um hashtag 28 sounds of blackness so if you go on that on instagram you'll see everything that i ever posted in regards to that if you go on twitter you'll see the old stuff because that's where i started i started on twitter when i started it i'm not really on i mean it's not called twitter i'm not on x like that too too much craziness going on on x um and like through instagram now i I can like post i can do the music with it so i started doing it more on instagram um than twitter um so yeah i've been doing that and i so i've been listening to my black history month playlist listen to my dilla playlist both of those the all dilla with like all the tracks that he's ever produced all the instrumentals plus uh you know the different artists that he's produced for so all the slum stuff common farside tribe uh, erica badu his own stuff dilla stuff uh uh the yancey boys uh frank Frank Knit and Ella J, like all that stuff. I got all that in one playlist called All Dilla, and then I got my Dilla instrumental playlist plus the Black History Month. So you know, I I really haven't. I say all that to say I really haven't had time for new music, but I do want to give a shout out to a few people: Icewear Vezo and Valet, uh, both from Detroit. Both different styles of hip hop from Detroit too. So I, I'll play a little bit of these uh, those albums for you. Uh, one from Icewear Vezo is called Live from the Six, the Six being Six Mile, and uh, the other from Valid is called the Bronco Tape, uh, and it's kind of like an ode to uh, shoot, what's his name, Bronco uh, uh, Levich, who's a wrestler, uh, Lithuanian, I think. Where's Bronco? Is it Bracco Lupage? He's Hungarian, Hungarian professional wrestler. So, uh, so yeah, 
some uh, rock with you guys. Play play that a little bit for you guys, and uh, and then I'll come back and we'll talk about a few things before we head out. I feel like a teacher. I'm talking I'm talking y'all like our students. Before we head out, we're just gonna catch up on a few more things, and uh, and then I'll let you guys go. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have a wonderful day. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so let me just play these couple things for y'all, and I'll come back and we'll kick it some more. This is class of 2024, Ice Wear Vezo, live from the six. Be the model down. I invented mud sip and had to put the bottle down. Rover 28s, I hopped out the giant slap. Pussy niggas say they got it bottled up inside. And get a nigga fixed, dog house on auto buying. Damn, I mean on auto drive. New Tesla autopilot. Ain't never wiped the hoe, shit. I just hit from time to time. Pour an eight and wash it down. Get them boxy out of line. Don't give a fuck what you laying. Hey, I ain't gonna front. It's not normally like my, you know, my type of rap. I'm more boom bap style. Um, but this beat go hard. <laughs> I do like this. Other, he got another one called Perfect with the baby. The baby go hard on this track. Pause. Don't bring me out no bottles, purple soda with all the robbers. Love that bougie pussy, she the finest. Rich nigga, went to trapping college, money problems I can solve. Take a pic when I get dressed, when I go out, I like to throw them sink. Gotta say that check, I can't go out like Jerome and Saint. Diamond braces set with double rope, 60 pointers pink. Teed up in the club, we geeking up, I'm finna throw the side. I hate Trish, but I love fashion. Now, I put on my ice, baby. nigga, I can't name that one. Perfect. I look perfect. I can't wipe a bitch unless she perfect. I was serving a nigga that was serving you for I rap. Nigga, I done did business with the realest niggas. I was one deep, it's my strap. Nigga, I can't name not one L that I took that I ain't come back. These niggas can't figure me out. It's a disconnect because they can comprehend the way I act. Then I ain't even giving it out the way I can give it. Call got it for the bulletproof one called to play out of Memphis. Made a ghetto bitch, put the hands on the knee. I pay respect, I don't say hi to niggas. I go from playing the hotel, then from hotel to the bag. When I put that fire on them niggas, I went home, got in my bed. I ain't even take me no bath. If it is what it is, my nigga. I done did what I did, and I set this shit up for my family and kids, my nigga. And my nieces and nephews, so they can live the way they wanna live, my nigga. I can tell niggas feel the way when I can pull it up and all these pins, this nigga. And I barely drive them bitches. Like I ain't earned that shit. She ain't really fit in with my program, so I done turned that bitch. The other way, respectfully, I'm just a Kirk like this. I'm battle tested, been through shit. That's why I'm hurt like this. I see a therapist, I probably tell her, bitch. Street nigga, but I'm perfect. She a ghetto bitch, that pussy perfect. Wife a hoe unless she perfect. perfect. I put on my ice and it look perfect. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I'm perfect. <laughs> I put on my ice and I look perfect. Yeah. I can't wife a bitch unless that was dope. Um. Oh, you know what? Hold on, let me. So there's another one that I've been rocking with too. That was this was that like New Year's Day, I think. Or like the uh yeah, technically this dropped January first, two thousand twenty four, but for some reason it says uh twenty twenty three on title. But it's Paisley Dreams, uh big hit and the game collab album. Big hit of course is uh 
is um uh shoot hit boy's dad who was locked up now he's uh he's out and was a rapper before he uh before he got locked up so um Let's see which one I want. What song do I want to play? Oh, I think it was this one. It's called Backfade. Beat is crazy, man. Hit Boy went ham. Hit Boy been going ham. I got your backfade. I got your back fade. A hundred niggas knocked out. A hundred racks made. I got your back fade. I got your back fade. Couple M's for my son had the track made. Track made. Mason jar with the Branson in it. Two tone Maybach. Look like I spent a nigga whole advancement in it. New York bars on a Compton nigga. Mob him through LaGuardia. He back and this time he bought a monster with him. Big hit on some big hits. Popping big shit. Rag brighter than the lady drinking lipstick. Right pocket on some opposite of crip shit. Stuff half and let the rest bleed like my wrist slit. Land of the misfits where we never miss a court date, but we miss neighborhood nip shit. Yeah, man, the game, game been going crazy, man. I, I mess with the game heavy. Oh, cool. None of that. No, I was about to say none of that recorded, but then I realized that it is recorded. All right, so appreciate y'all for that little little intermediate second for a second. I didn't think I was still recording, so I was tripping out. I was about to be mad. Uh, so yeah, Slum Village put out a new song too. Uh, Slum Village actually has a new uh, mixtape that's supposed to be coming out. Sorry, y'all. Um, I got that laid in. I'm going to give you a behind the baseball or uh, behind the scenes a little bit. What they call it? Inside baseball. Um, so the program that I'm using, I got my Dilla beats, my Dilla mix laid. But I'm trying to play all these tracks. So I'm trying to like push it back so that it doesn't start again. So after I get done playing these tracks, but I'm moving too slow because the beat keep we keep catching up to the beat. So that's so hopefully when I go back and edit, it's not gonna be too much of 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 it showing up while I'm trying to play you guys the song, these uh the music portion of this. So, um, all right. So Slum Village came out with a new track, a couple new singles. Uh, they got a new album that's dropping this year very soon. Uh, I want to say this on here on record because I want to speak this into existence. I would love to have T3 and young RJ here on the MC Nerd Jack show to discuss their upcoming album. So I'm saying it here so we will speak it into existence. We want to keep that good energy. Y'all Y'all keep that good energy too. Let it vibrate through the speakers, through the microphone and into T3 <laughs> and young RJ's ears. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, of course. Come through. And we got this. Yeah, I mean. Um, So, yeah, Slum Village has a new album coming out. Y'all didn't know me. No, I'm going to 
gigantic slum village fan, not just Jay Dilla. I love T. I I think that T three. There's not too many people that control the pocket of a of a beat better than T three. Uh, and by ten, uh, low key was a spitter too. Like a lot of people, you know, he always gets. Um, I think he kind of gets talked down a little bit. Um, because he was like different and kind of out of this world the way he rapped compared to everybody else in Slum Village. But yeah, man, I'm a big Slum Village fan. So, uh, and I, I like Young RJ too. Like I, I did, I've learned more about him now. Um, in the last few years, um, like how much he was behind the scenes production wise and everything, and really. It, it almost made sense for him to be a part of the group because he was already kind of a part of the group and helping, um, you know, behind the scenes, obviously, with his dad being the longtime manager and, and label owner of of uh, Slum Village. So, um, yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and play this track. Uh, for you guys, and we will keep it rocking. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Top drop hit, I bring you up to speed. Fuck your request, I give you what you need. On that nigga step, that's another P. It's called Request. Slum Village, Early Mac, and Abstract Orchestra. Anything on me that's artillery. Your girl says she wish it was like ten of me. All in the family like the Genovese. The one is the only niggas to get a face. Yeah, man. Fucking request, I give you what you need. You can get lit, nigga, literally. Yeah, that, uh. Yeah, that Slum Village album is gonna be something special. Uh, alright, let's check out Valid. This is called The Bronco Tape. It's called Prayer for the Players. Valid, Fat Ray, and Big Hurt. I'm probably preaching to the choir, but God forbid you ever speaking to the wire. But if you did look, you must remember this. God don't like ugly or a motherfucking snitch. Now, where my legal cheese? The nine to five player that'll stay squeaky clean. Dab can't clown or hate your success, but if they do, fuck them. Break out the less, the whip of the watch. Big pimp on the block. Entrepreneur who maneuver with a business of shop. Small time hustler that's whipping the pot. If you was blessed with a talent, use the gift that you got. Come on. This for the G's. Gospel of the gangsters, hustlers, ballers, big money makers, movers, shakers, big bag chasers. Hey, say a prayer for the players. This for the G's. Gospel of the gangsters, hustlers, ballers. 
He's got this other one called Let It Bang ficking, uh, featuring Asaka the Renegade. This one's dope too. with that that's heavy um i haven't really like i said i haven't really got a chance to check too much more than that um but i do like those uh those two albums and then and then that new slum village track so Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, like I said, I have a few other things that I want to play y'all. So, um, uh, that isn't necessarily like new music. So, uh, when I went to try to record this originally, it was the anniversary of, uh, um, It was the anniversary of infamous battle between Eminem and Caniva of D12 at the famous hip hop shop. Uh, so it was 28 years ago um, at that day, which was two days ago. Uh, so that would be what's nineteen, like seventeen, yeah, February seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. Uh, so I'm play that cut for you. Uh, it's like a uh, five minute video or something like that. Uh, it might not even be that long. All right, hold on, let me. The audio is from nineteen ninety six, so February seventeenth. You know what I'm about. Just stab out. Why did you enter? You didn't comprehend. See, this is the battle for MCs who think they might win. But fuck the battle. Let's take it to the streets, cause you a pussy. Oh, well, you are what you mean. Don't you know? Nigga, you feeling this bitch? You tal
single that you drop is, I want to be fresh. <laughs> Hey, somebody uh, hit me up. Let me know what, what, what beat that is that they're rapping on because it's, it's crazy. Man, I, I really wish I could have grew up in this time and been able to go to Hip Hop Shop. Cause... Oh, yeah, this is at the infamous Hip Hop Shop. Big Proof hosting it. My bad, y'all. I said that's the only way you reckon shop. And I think Eminem won that. Saturday afternoon battles, man. That's crazy. And somebody somebody in the comments for that for that video said, understand this was on West Seven Mile. Like man. Yeah, I don't understand. Like that's that's the hood, hood. It was really going down. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, uh, that's 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 pretty cool, right? Um. Keep the theme going with some freestyles and stuff. Um, keep it, keep it, keep it, Detroit. Big Sean was going over a Dilla beat. Ah, man, I can't get rid of this. Hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on now. No, you stop, you stop, Sean. You stop. Hold on. All right, here we go. Stop saying you miss me. Stop putting me in your close friends when I give you distance. Stop reading my horoscope, trying to convince me. Even looking at the bigger picture, not gonna fit me. Trying to get me to clear my schedule and search history. Like, what is it about Chanel that got you stopping at Tiffany's? Trying to be a man about it, even if it gets risky. Try to talk to your friend about it, the bitch tried to kiss me. And diss me online, but it's not gonna trick me. Thinking you can move on from shit so quickly. Thought we was tailor-made, I see it's not going swiftly. But I guess you don't know what you got until you see it going. Seeking closure, but I text emoji, left the message open. Understand it's not an Uber, baby, this a chauffeur. He gon' wait until it's all over and bring you right back over. Somehow you telling me it's not as crazy as I drove you. You took the E off of emotion, and that's how you coasting. Seems like that's your favorite quote you just keep reposting. You told me that you hate the club, but now I hear you hosting. Gave you the shirt off of my back after I blew yours out. Hopefully you feeling closer when you wear my clothing. You know I always live my life like the end was approaching. Stop saying you miss yeah. Big Sean went in on that on that Dilla beat. Speaking of uh, freestyles over some Dilla beats, uh, Miss Corona, if y'all that don't know, uh, she's in the movie Eight Mile. She's like the only female rapper that gets any love. Um, 
she is uh at the uh the truck at the food truck that scene where uh exhibit is trying to go at her and diss her uh and then Eminem kind of steps up that's Miss Corona who's playing that that character that uh that female rapper um on 8 Mile so she did a she's from Detroit obviously uh legend in the game um she did this freestyle rap over Thelonious um yeah. Hold on, let me see if she's let me see if she, she she posted the whole video. Okay, cool. Looks like she did now. All right, here we go. So she went over the Thelonious beat. around the world spitting bars now i'm back though they ain't wanna let me in i snuck through the back door you ain't gotta shoot for the stars when you got glow other bitches claim they don't i am el chapo relax ho every ball worth at least six keys the game been neat and a chick like me i am cool g rap game star like plus a dash of nines when he dropped that e I'm about to take over the game though Yesterday's price ain't the same So thanks Joe Nobody I'm eyeing my competition Like move bitch get out the way Ludovish I know you wish You to listen when I said I was the illest bra Spitting from the mitten Now you gotta watch me win from the bleed Just sat by the goats like Ra and the tea Just hate at your own risk The flow be sick you niggas know this And I don't need shit I'm on my own dick And I don't need shit You ain't got a clock in for work when you've been a boss. I am on my Ricky Ross. Yeah, the rich forever shit. Haters try to dip my shine. I'ma stay forever, let this evident. I'ma uncut diamond with this rhyme shit. And me chopping beats like Dilla. Perfect timing. Everything I do, I am great at. The gold that I'm owed for my worth, you should wait that. The flow been cold, niggas know this for way back. You ain't got a question, been doing this since 8 that. I know you hate that. This the payback. They try to puff smoke on my ass, but I ain't take that. I've been in these since yeah. I started the shit And never fell off, you should part of the chick Now I'm on the beats, that's a part you should fear Cause I'm playing both positions like hard it was here Hate at your own risk, uh, the flow is sick You niggas know this, uh, and I don't need shit I'm on my own dick, uh, and I don't need shit I'm on my own dick, <laughs> yeah Hate at your own risk, uh, the flow is sick You niggas know this, uh, and I don't need shit I'm on my own dick, uh, and I don't need shit I'm on my own dick, Yeah, that was dope. Um, yeah, man. That was real dope. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, yeah, man. So speaking of Dilla... Uh, you know, actually, before we get there, before I get to this last little part that I'm going to play, uh, um, 
Uh oh, I'm I'm tripping. I wanted to play y'all this uh um Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant out here spitting. Alright, hold on. It's called Scare Money uh by Stolly featuring Kevin Durant. What do you know? Them lo fi beats for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. The money that was made couldn't be scared money. I had no one to put up the bread for me. It's hot on the block, still milking change from it. If it ain't about the guap, I stay away from it. I ain't a stoner, but I smoke a little bit. Relieve the stress when I roll up the spliff. We've been the corners from whenever the wind. Spin the block, then we add it again. The hustle don't stop, it's round the clock here. When it comes to getting paper, was made, couldn't be scared money. I had no one to put up the bread for me. It's hot on the block, still milking change from it. If it ain't about the guap, I stay away from it. I ain't a stoner, but I, dig, I smoke I dig a little bit. Relieve the stress when I roll Navajo up Rug is one of my favorite songs by him. From whenever the wind, spin the block, then we add it again. Hey, yo. Look, rest in peace to Barbara Davis. We hit another layer. When she speak to me, it's like she's saying prayers. I feel like Randy Moss when he was on the Raiders. Man, they love the haters. This woman's so fine, I give her cash payments. Baby, I'm just so glued to the basics. I wanted more room, so I copped a crib sitting adjacent. Uh, in this whole world, I'm Freddie Jason. I'm sitting in the places of great but never complacent. Yeah, baby, I'm a stoner. Yeah, I took that long walk up the hill that made me alone. And nah, baby, I don't like being humble. I hang with mongrels. Gotta pay attention. It's a God sitting amongst you, and you know it. The money that was made couldn't be scared money. I had no one to put up the bread for me. It's hot on the block, still milking change from it. If it ain't about the guap, I stay away from it. I ain't a stoner, but I smoke a little bit. Relieve the stress when I roll up the spliff. We've been the corners from whenever the wind. Spin the block, then we add it again. Then we add it again. Yeah, let's give let's give Katie a round of applause. That wasn't half bad, man. That actually wasn't half bad. I'm actually kinda impressed. I don't know if y'all ever heard. <laughs> y'all should Google. Uh, I, I don't want to play it for y'all because I don't want to mess with them. Um, but y'all should uh, look up LeBron James and Kevin Durant have a song together that they put out a long time ago. Um, but yeah, Kevin Durant has always been big in hip hop, always rapped and stuff. So. Uh, it really doesn't surprise me, um, you know, that he was... Uh, uh, um, you know, rapping with Stolly, and he actually wasn't bad. So you know, another round of applause for him. Right? Don't be a hater. Not today, sir. Not today. Uh, so I do want to, um, like I said, this is Dilla month. Uh, so I wanted to play a little something from um, uh, the Travel Rap Podcast. With Frank, uh, Frank Nitt, uh, which was Dilla's right hand man, uh, he talks about this time that after Dilla passed, uh, that Illa J 
and Frank Nett were uh, recording out in L.A. And I got a call from Terrace Martin about a famous uh, musician, jazz musician. And uh, I let Frank say the rest. Let's get to where uh, I left off. Where I need y'all to be. Just like one of us. He trying new stuff and doing all the stuff. So, okay, that starts it. Right? So, you know, we get in the room. It's me, Illa, Terrence, Mr. Hancock, a few other people. And, you know, just shooting the shit. Amazing conversation about music and just just crazy. And he got, like, some of the older equipment that he used, stuff from Rocket and different synthesizers and just, just craziness, right? So, we get to the point where it's time to play some Dilla Beats. And, you know, I start playing beats. We all, you know, heading out rocking in the room. And it's one beat that's playing that I've heard, I don't know how many times, right? But it's playing. And Herbie says, hey, man, y'all hear that? And, you know, I look around the room and everybody looking at each other like, what? Hear what? And so you don't hear that other, that bass line, the other thing he got under there? You're like, what? And when I tell you this man was facing me, like I'm facing you right now. He was facing me. And he reached over behind him to his keyboard. He didn't look. He looking at us. And started playing this bass line that's playing in the Dilla beat that I had never heard, even though I heard this beat a hundred times. One hand, not even looking. And just playing it. You hear that? I said, oh. And I could hear it. I could, it, it was there. And Illa can vouch for this. Terrence can vouch for this. And I mean, I'm sure Terrence has seen it a hundred times. But, but man, like, it was just like, it was driven by something else. That arm just reached back and he said, you don't hear that? Yeah, that's amazing. That, that guy was on something else. Like, so for me, bro, here we are. All these years later, since my man passed away, and his music is still able to not only impact, you know, non-musicians and just listeners or whatever, but the greats, the, the, the super accomplished ones can still find greatness in it, which is crazy to me. And then on top of that, again, he's not here. It allows me to walk in and shake hands with the greats. And, and get exposed to that and see these different things so you know my man ain't here but he here it's crazy it's crazy how it continues to go off the work and 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 the effort and and all the blood sweat and tears that he put into it so you know i appreciate him even even today i appreciate him he ain't here and i appreciate him even more because he's still walking me through doors if that makes any sense so Man, shout out to Jay Dillon, man. Shout out to Mr. Hancock, Terrence Smart, my brother Illa J. Travel Rap Podcast, Dillon Month. Y'all know what it is. Yo, I don't know where to start, dog, um, but check it out. Music is my total existence, dog, straight up. Everything in my life revolves around music. It's like, can't get a relationship because I'm still with my first love, which is music. You know what I'm saying? For real. The reason I'm here. So yeah, that was Frank Nitt, um talking about him, uh, Ella J, 
uh, Jay Dilla's brother, Ella J. Uh, Terrence Mart or Terrence Martin, and uh, Herbie Hancock. Man, that's <laughs> that's kind of a wild story, man. Um, and I I think I heard I think it was Thundercat that was happened to be with Herbie Hancock and showed uh, Herbie Hancock get this money, which is a flip of uh uh was it come come flop follow me uh no uh running come running to me by Herbie Hancock so it's the flip of that and I guess Herbie Hancock like lost his mind when he heard that one uh so you know it's 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 dope man it's it's dope to 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 hear uh like Frank said you know Dilla's impact still after all these years you know what I'm saying so um I just wanted to play that a little bit for you as it, as it is Dilla month um I'm gonna try to hit you guys with something again before the end of February because I kind of want to do like a, a shorter episode of just like straight dedicated to Dilla and kind of talk about my introduction to Dilla uh, and and some of my favorite Dilla beats and then also like kind of hit up some people that I know are also big Dilla fans and um, just have them kind of say you know uh, their introduction and their couple you know favorite Dilla beats so. I uh, definitely want to get that to you guys before the end of the month. Uh, yeah, man. Hit me up on social media. Like I said, follow me, GameCube that dude on everything. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Sorry, you know, it's almost middle of February and I haven't hit y'all with nothing yet this year. So I appreciate y'all for rocking with me, sticking with me. Like I said, uh, follow me on Instagram. That way you'll kind of be, you'll get you'll get some of this that we're, we're doing here. You'll get some of this throughout uh, until the next podcast. Like I said, I'm doing 28 Sounds of Blackness. Uh, so follow me, on, uh, follow that on Instagram as well. Uh, man, I appreciate y'all. Much love. Um, yo, I'm going to uh, Adela Month. Uh, Dilla Month, Dilla World Live. Um, actually, um, Elzai and Oh No are going to be performing their uh, heavy, uh, heavy vibrato. Um, Boldy James. Yes, Boldy. Boldy is headlining. Uh, he's supposed to be dropping songs from, or, you know, performing songs from the Drug Dilla. Uh, his Dilla uh, beat, uh, you know, his Dilla collab that was supposed to be happening. Uh, you know, somehow he's blessed with some some Dilla beats. Um, and yeah, we're getting Boldy James and Dilla. Um, and I'll be at the show. Uh, so yeah, hopefully I can I can get something for you guys uh, from that show and bring it here to the MC Nerdjack show. You feel me? <laughs> All right, man. Y'all, it's late. I'm out. show was brought to you by the United Negro Podcasting Guild of America.
where we be podcasting. This episode was recorded at an undisclosed location in Gross Point Woods, Michigan. Edited in an undisclosed studio in New Baltimore, Michigan. All episodes of the MC Nerd Jock Show are brought to you by GC Productions. You already know. The intro and outro of the MC Nerd Jock Show are produced by none other than the legendary producer Slumber Logic. <laughs>